1: Hello, and welcome to Masoni and Marshall, the Meaningful Marketplace. We're here weekly to discuss the journeys of female food entrepreneurs. We're glad you joined us today as we bring you stories of hope and inspiration. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce.
0: And Sarah Masoni of Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> good.
1: I know. I'm, uh, <laughs> I had told our listeners last week I was going to be in New York. I didn't really realize at the time that I was going to be here while we were recording, but here I am. That's the um, lovely thing that can happen. I've kind of broadcast from all over at this point now.
0: You're a famous girl.
1: <laughs> I wanted to ask you about your thing you did with Kitsch. Oh, yes. Tell yeah. us about that. So it's... Kitch is really cool. It's a new um, platform, and so there's um, it's for people to do cooking demos and instructions, and a way for people to interact with with chefs that they know and like, and and maybe don't know and like. And so it's really cool because there's a gaming platform called. Uh, Twitch. And that's like for video gamers. And so how it works is like you can go on and then on the side of your screen, um, you can interact with other people. And so how this cooking platform works is like kind of like when I do my Instagram live videos that you've watched Sarah Um, you know how you can like send me questions but like Dirk has to read them to me as I'm doing stuff so the way that this works is like you can they pull they call it a chef's counter so you pull up a chair at the chef counter and you can be online with the chefs who are cooking at the same time and asking them questions and so it's kind of like you know doing an online cooking class um, but There's it just started, so right now it's in like beta test. So, but you got to be on there with Ruth Reichel. Well, no, not exactly. I was imagining (laughs) you as the
0: next Ruth.
1: Like, dang it, she's gonna be the next Ruth. So my, my slot was on right before hers. And so uh, so you were the preamble. Yeah. So I was on and then, and then she was on and, but then I was able to be on the table because um, not a lot of people have joined the platform yet because it's very new. And so, if people can join it right now. Anybody can join it. And it's free. Um, and all you have to do is enter your phone number. It's very easy to sign up. And then you can go watch all of these people. So I've watched all kinds of people in the last few weeks as I've like been getting ready. And, you know, sometimes there's something like, five or six other people in there. So you really do get to interact with people and who knows how long that will last for. It might be, um, it might start to get very popular. And then maybe you, I think they're going to make it so that you pay to be on it or whatever. I'm not really sure yet, but for now, people should totally join and check it out. And I just did, um, a cooking demo that people can see. I was cooking with, you know, on my channel is going to be cooking with whatever is in season. Um, at the farmer's market so right now we have all this spring rob and rapini and broccolini so i was talking to people about different things that they could do with that so i made um chips kind of like kale chips chips with the uh, rapini leaves from um napa cabbage and i did um uh cheesesteak cheesesteak uh-huh. yeah and, yeah then i put it all together to make like a broccolini cheese steak so this is pretty cool. And people can still go on and watch it. Um, you know, after you do it live, then it just stays on there and people can see it. And then I have one coming up. Um, I can't remember what the date is at the end of April. And that one I'm going to do um, nettles and mushrooms. So kind of like foraged items that we have at the farmer's market right now.
0: Very Oregon-esque yeah <laughs> good job
1: Sarah you're representing us Oh, I'm trying I'm trying I want people to cook with all these wonderful things we have the okay market. so
0: now you're in you know in New York and you're mm-hmm. having
1: fun for yourself yes. right yep I am <laughs> good yeah I'm just here for a ch- quick trip just a couple of days um we went to see um David Byrne, I had mentioned before that was why we were coming. So, and my brother lives here, so we're visiting. Did you like it? Yeah, it was great. Did you jump up and down like I did? Uh, I did. I mean, everybody did. Okay, good. That's all I needed to know. Yep. So I'm here. I'm good. It's been fun, and I'll be back home tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, I yeah, thank you. I'm excited about our guests that we have today, Um, and we'll talk about all kinds of fun things, pizza and ice cream, so it's going to be a really good show. Uh, We're joined today in the studio by Sean Wickham. Sean is the owner of Rally Pizza in Vancouver, Washington, making amazing pizza, salads, muffaladas, and frozen custard. Yum. (laughs) Yeah, welcome, Sean.
2: Hi, thank you for having me. It's great to be here.
1: We're so glad to have you. Uh, We want our listeners to be able to find you and interact with you. Can you tell us the best way uh, for them to find you online?
2: Uh, Best way to find us online is probably Instagram. Like everybody else, we are at Rally Pizza. Easy cheesy. Can't believe it was available, but there it is.
1: Perfect, And we'll we'll tag you so people can find you from our end, too. Uh, well, we, we want to start at the beginning. So um, can you tell us how long you've had Rally Pizza?
2: Yeah, we opened in the fall of 2016. So we've been open about five and a half years. Um, and yeah, I think you covered pretty much uh, what we make. It's pizza frozen custard, uh, muffalettas, farm fresh goodness, and... All of those things, yeah. I I noticed you have a cool car in your logo.
0: Is that because of that huge car rally that happens in Vancouver? Is that why you named um, your shop Rally?
2: No, um, we we named our shop Rally actually because um, that's kind of the thing that my husband and I will say to each other when we're you know tired and it's raining and we don't want to go out. It's just like, get up, you better rally, gotta go. And, um, so that's, that's kind of the spirit of our, of our place. You know, we want it to be a place where people are excited to come to on a Tuesday night when it's raining, uh, or a place that they'll come for their anniversary, a place that they'll bring, you know, three generations of their family and, uh, and be excited about it every time. That's very good.
1: Yeah. Sarah, have you been there before? No, I'm embarrassed.
0: I haven't been there. It sounds delicious.
1: Uh, it's so great. We should go together sometime. Um, let's, let's tell people it. where you are. So um, we know you're in Vancouver, Washington. Um, yep. Where? Where's the restaurant?
2: Uh, we are kind of smack in the middle of Vancouver. We're on Mill Plain. Uh, it's 8070 East Mill Plain Boulevard. We're near Peace Health Hospital, about halfway between I-5 and 205. So we're pretty accessible from everywhere. Uh, we actually still live in Portland, and it's usually 15 minutes for us to get door to door. So pretty close. How did you find your location? Uh, it was recommended to us by, by a friend, uh, put us in touch with the, with the landlord, um and it's just such a such a great spot to be right at right, right in the middle. I mean, not, not that there's anything wrong with downtown Vancouver or the east side, but you know, it's it's uh, like I said, pretty quick and easy to get to from everywhere.
1: That's great.
2: And we have lots of parking, which is also nice and unusual for this area. <laughs> yeah, parking is yeah, at a premium.
1: And for any of you Portland listeners out there, it is very easy to get there. I mean, we um, you know. We're in Southeast Portland and it's a pretty quick trip over there. Um, But what I always like to do is that when anytime I have a new season's delivery out there, then I'll stop in with my fam. We just kind of make an adventure of it. I'll be like, I have a delivery. Let's go to Rally Pizza.
0: (laughs) So you're using lots of local food ingredients. I noticed even some of the meats and are you making hand-pulled mozzarella there in your shop or are you buying it somewhere local
2: no we're we're making it we make darn near everything from scratch so yeah i mean we don't we don't have a pasteurizer so we can't make the curd ourselves but we, we buy that from cowbell um mm-hmm. in portland but uh but we do hand pull it and it's fun that's great That's so
1: cool. And you guys were voted um, best pizza in Vancouver. So it looks like you made the right choice by opening your restaurant there. People are loving it.
2: Yeah, yeah. We have a pretty dedicated fan base. Uh, We, uh, you know, just did almost two years of nothing but to go. Um, Yeah, as a lot of people did. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, our our community kept us going, which we really appreciate, because it enables us to keep our farmers and purveyors and everybody that we buy from going. So, yes, we have some have some good followers. Okay, so I was
0: looking on your sorry, Sarah, I was looking on your LinkedIn and it looks like you went to school in Iowa.
2: Sure did. Are you from from Iowa? I am. I'm from Des Moines, and I went to University of Iowa in Iowa City. That's awesome. I'm from Minnesota.
0: Is that where you love learn to love pizza? I mean, it's kind of a
2: calling, I think, to have a pizza spot in my mind. You know, um, the pizza is really more what my husband does. Okay, um, I am. I am the pastry chef, but 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 yes, I have. I have always loved pizza. To be honest. Um, uh, and I loved it even more after I moved to San Francisco from Iowa, um, and I worked at a very nice uh, Mediterranean restaurant after I graduated from culinary school um, that had amazing pizza, um, and uh, yeah, kind of kind of started from there. I, I worked there with with my husband.
0: That's actually. where you met, uh, right in yes, Palo Alto. Exactly.
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. He hired me on the day I graduated from culinary school. So, oh. and we've worked together for most of the last 25 years.
0: That's a long, beautiful relationship.
2: Congratulations.
0: Nice.
2: Thank you. We like it.
1: Nice. I that My husband and I met working together as well. And I think that it makes a nice um, transition to then go into business together because you already know you can do it. <laughs>
2: Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yes. And we've brought our, we've brought our daughter uh, into the fold as well. She's our, our sous chef now, uh, which is great. So we all, we all get to hang out together at work. That's great. That's so cool.
1: I think the last time I was there, you guys were just doing takeout. I was just picking some pizza up and salads. But um, are you? is the restaurant actually open now, officially open for people to yes. come in and dine?
2: Okay. Yes. That's we good. opened uh we, we opened back up uh June of last year, end of end of June when that terrible heat wave hit. Oh man, it um, was hot. Yeah, yeah. We we re- we reopened then. Oh so. good.
1: Good. I can bring my daughter back in. She loves to come in and get your um custard. And you know, Sarah is a big ice cream lady. She has developed lots of different ice creams and things. Yes. Uh I wanted to talk a little bit about um, about custard and what makes it different from from ice cream. Can you tell us?
2: Yes, that is a great question. We get that all the time. Um, so, so it is a subset of of ice cream. So it is still ice cream, but uh, the FDA, in its infinite wisdom, regulates uh, what you can and cannot call frozen custard, um, and I believe it uh, needs to have uh, one point four percent. Uh, egg yolk content yeah. by weight, not including solids, according Sounds to the right. FDA. Um, yeah, and so it's basically, you know, if you think of like French style ice cream where it's a little eggier and richer, it's like that. Um, and that is also that that is a thing that I certainly learned uh, to love in Iowa because frozen custard is everywhere in the Midwest. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, and yes. you don't see you don't see it here much. Um, there, so there it's was
2: very a spot.
0: There was a spot yeah. for for a while in um eastern
2: Vancouver that was just a custard spot, but
0: I don't yep. think they stayed open.
2: They didn't. No, they they closed right about the time that we opened, actually. Oh,
0: perfect for you.
2: Yeah, and, <laughs> and then there's Shake Shack too, which I was kind of expecting that one Shake Shack was more of a a thing on this uh, side of the country that more people would know would be familiar with it. But that has not really happened so much. But once once people try it, they're usually hooked. So that's okay. So rich and creamy. So do you make your own base for your soft serve custard? No, I wish we could, but it does take a pasteurizing machine. And so we're not able to, to, to make the base. So we do buy, um, a, a local, uh, commercially prepared base, and then we kind of jazz it up a little bit with, uh, vanilla bean and even more egg yolk than is required. Uh, and, uh, some other, some other things that make it extra tasty. Um, so it's not it's not handmade by us, but we do make it our own, at least. Sounds perfect. Yeah,
1: it's very good. Sarah, you have to go try it because I think you'll dig it. I know um, how much you like to go try new ice creams and things. And I, I was going to ask you while we have you on, were you working on a ranch dressing ice cream? Is that what I saw on your Instagram? Well,
0: actually, <laughs> Yes. I've been trying to
1: find someone to
0: make ranch ice cream for about five years now. Mm -hmm. And last year I was on the Oregon Dairy Industries, um, one of their webinar series, and we talked about what do vanilla, no, no, what do ranch dressing and ice cream have in common? And so we pretty much mapped out that there was no reason why somebody shouldn't be making ranch ice cream. And so I went down to Corvallis and there's a small little creamery there and I made three gallons of ranch ice cream and it's really good. And we're going (laughs) to serve it next week at the Oregon Dairy Industries meeting with carrots and potato chips. That's so fun. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. You get to do so many cool things. I love it. It's exciting. Yeah. Sean, Sarah is also also hosts like an ice cream. um,
0: Yeah, we have a conference coming
1: up in November. November 9th. How do I not
2: know about this?
0: (laughs) You You should. Yeah. All right.
2: All right. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) No idea.
0: We're going to focus on chocolate. We'll have guest speakers from all over the U.S. and Canada. Um, Doug Goff from the University of Guelph. He's like an ice cream expert. He's going to be our expert speaker for part of the two days. And then we have a couple of flavor houses, a local base from provider, and I think a chocolate company called um, Barry Calibo will be there. And then for a sure. stabilizer okay. company from Chicago. So it'll be a fun filled two days.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. I will sign up for that. Thank you. <laughs> <And we give laughs> ice cream. Yes, <laughs> I do. Yeah.
1: Uh, and so you are the pastry chef at the restaurant. So not only do you have custard, but you also have uh, desserts as well. Is that right?
2: Yeah. I mean, mostly they are things that we either pour over or mix into uh, the the frozen the custard. custard. So we, we have concretes. Um, so those are the... Um like a like a blizzard if you're you know if you if you go to dairy queen it's like that. So so we have things like um like a devil's food cake concrete. Um so you know it's a, a chocolate chocolate cake with 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 buttercream that we mix in and mm. still an awful lot of those. Um and then we also have um Sundays, and so we have things like uh um like the the Dirty Blonde Sunday, uh where we have um uh, butterscotch poured over the ice cream, uh, and then, uh, a house made Blondie, um, with it. And so anyway, Sounds things, so things delicious. along those lines. So, but yeah, but those oh, are, man. those are all things that we make in house at rally. Okay,
0: just to let you know, if you're on weight watchers, you probably can't eat at your restaurant unless you have a salad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yes. you know, the what salads are, are actually my favorite. Um, the your favorite. Okay. Yes. I love the salad so much. Um, I'm trying to think of what um, there's one that has like sesame seeds and blood oranges and whatever greens are around for the season. Is that just like, is it just called the seasonal salad?
2: I can't remember. It's called the market greens. Market greens. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: I don't think I've ever been to your restaurant and not gotten that. I love it so much. It had, and it has kind of a little spicy dressing on it.
2: Yum. Yeah, Yeah, it's a gochujang uh, dressing. Oh, There you go. go. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, so the the market green salad actually started out as um, a rotating, you know, as you said, seasonal kind of salad. But once we had that version of it on, uh, nobody wanted anything else. And so we just oh. decided we would just make it all the time. And, you know, luckily we can get oranges and carrots and all of the other things all the time. So, but, um, but yeah, you are, you are not alone in loving that salad. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah. And so, um,
1: I was going to su- suggest there that when you go, you make sure to get that. Cause I think you'll really dig it.
0: Yeah. Because guess what? I've lost six pounds on Weight Watchers. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> I know I gotta <laughs> lose the COVID-20. <laughs>
1: Gotta do it. You're doing it. You were Here just talking, you. <laughs> talking to me about it, and now you're making it happen. So good I'm job. I'm doing it. I'm motivated. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, let's take a quick break. I was just gonna say, uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back and we'll talk more about your pizza. Sounds
0: good. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of Meaningful Marketplace. With a mission to serve all Oregonians, we are committed to giving voice to those whose food and agricultural stories are not always heard by providing access and opportunity for a more diverse and just food system because food brings people together. Okay, we're back. Let's hear about how you make your famous pizza dough. If, if you were at Ken's Artisan, I'm sure you have a few tricks up your sleeves over there at, at Rally Pizza. Um,
2: Yes, for sure. Yeah. Alan was, the uh, Alan was the, the pizza at Ken's artisan pizza. So for sure. And I made, I made the dough just about every day for seven years when I worked there. Um, But uh, but yeah, and again, he's the he's the main pizza guy, Um, but we do have we do make our own dough and it is just the flour, water, salt, yeast, very simple vegan dough that we make every day and um, ball it up into into rounds. Um, And uh, the longer that it that it hangs out in the fridge, uh, you know, up to about a day and a half or so, the tastier it is. It's not, it's not sourdough, but it gets a little of that kind of tang to it after a bit, mm-hmm. um, we make our own sauce. And again, vegan tomatoes, garlic, chili flake, salt, easy, cheesy, um, and hand-pulled motts, lots of other cheeses, uh, make our own sausage, um, and lamb and beef meatballs, as you mentioned with the, with the local, our, our local lamb purveyor, rice to ranch, Um, You know, they're,
1: they're my farmer's market neighbors. That's who my stand is next to.
2: They're great. We love Rachel. Mm -hmm. She's she's so sweet. Yeah, for sure. They're
1: they're such a good family, family company. So I got to ask the question about
2: Mm gluten-free. Can you Sorry. tell us what our gluten-free <laughs> options are? Are there any? Yes, no, we do. We do have. We do have lots of gluten-free options. Pizza, however, is not one of them, and um, we do get that question a lot. And I will tell you, there is so much flour flying around um, in the area that we make pizza that we just couldn't, in good conscience, offer. You know, eat. Even if we had one that was made initially without gluten i will i will tell you it would it it would not be gluten free by the time you got it um so but but we do have things like like those those lemon beef meatballs those are gluten free and so we have those with uh with greens which is great um most of our our salads either are or can be made gluten free um our uh, roasted vegetables uh which also is is also very uh popular dish, um, changes all the time. Uh, Sarah, you've probably had that one when you've come mm-hmm. in before as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and I mean, you do some potatoes too, I think, oh, right? Yes, and those yes. those are, and I think we always get the vegetables. I think that, um, you know, I know you're considered a pizza shop and I love pizza, but I get more excited about all of the other things that are on there, like the salads and the veggies and stuff like that. It's really fun because you guys do such a good job with all of it.
2: That's great. That's mostly what I eat as well, to be honest, just because there's only so much pizza a person can eat and still, you know, function. (laughs) uh, I have to kind of keep it at bay being there all the time. And that is, yeah, I, I, I love all the other things as well, but most, most of our frozen custard also gluten-free or can be made gluten-free as not, not so much the baked goods, but we have quite a few options.
1: And, you know, when I was just looking at your website, I, you know, I'm usually there like in the daytime with my daughter. So I didn't even really notice that you guys have a full bar and you do some boozy shakes and cocktails on there.
2: Yeah. yeah. Can you tell
1: us, tell us about some of those? Cause I think you, you do some really fun stuff. I noticed.
2: We do. Yeah, no, those are, those are quite popular and we were able, well, we're still able to do them to go thanks to the, to the pandemic. One of the few mm-hmm. benefits that I can think of. Um, but yeah, I think my, my my favorite one is the the uh, blackberry G and T float, um, which is a house made blackberry sauce um, and a little apérol over frozen custard, and then it's the Freeland spirits uh, G and in a can poured over it, and Whoa, yeah, it's that- like a float. It, yeah. Yeah. That is that. That's a really good one. Um, and mm. then we have all kinds of boozy shakes. Uh, we usually have a special on as well. Um, I think my favorite of them is probably a uh, pina colada, which, you know, kind of speaks ah. for itself what that's like. Um, but yeah, we have uh, we, we have those all the time and they're on our happy hour menu as well, which is kind of fun. So, yeah. what What is your number one selling pizza? pepperoni as you would expect. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, follow close close second by margarita, but yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to beat pepperoni <laughs> pepperoni. That's so good.
1: It's so good. And, you know, I being here in New York, I always forget like how good the pizza is here. Did you eat some? Sure. Why? Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) I just went to this afternoon. There's a place called um, Best Pizza and I really like it there. So um, my brother always takes me when we're here. So we're in there. It's in Williamsburg. That's nice. If people are ever visiting New York, they could hit it up. <laughs> I want to ask Sean about
0: their commun- their belief in community and having the pizza um, place be a place for special events and family outings. Can you tell us about your philosophy around that?
2: Yeah, I mean, we... We feel very supported by our community and we we, we always want to give back as well. Um, so we do host a ton of fundraisers, um, mostly mostly schools, but some other organizations as well. Um, we will oftentimes have two or three in a week and we are always happy to, to support our local folks. Um, and we we do our very best to buy whatever we can from our local purveyors as well, uh, the, the the smaller format farms and uh, makers like Calbell that I mentioned. We have a couple of farms um, that we buy from in Vancouver: Red Truck Farm, uh, Flat Tack Farm, and Wobbly Cart. Wobbly carts technically in Olympia, but they uh, deliver down down to us um, and some other smaller places as well. Um, And we uh, will uh, also work with places like Harvest Moon Mushrooms, uh, mm-hmm. which maybe you know them from the farmers market as well, Sarah. Is that mm-hmm. yeah? Um, So we'll we'll work with them as well, and you know make some requests for a particular kind of mushroom that we're going to keep on the menu for a while. Um, so yeah, we just, we try to try to do what we can to keep everything rolling along in our community.
1: I love that. I, I was wondering um, where Wobbly Cart Farms was because I have only ever seen them on your menu. And usually, I, I mean, even if it's a small farm I've somehow run into them or know about them but that was like one of the only ones whenever I see it on your menu, I didn't know who they were but makes sense, they're in Olympia. That's a little out of my radar. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah they're they're one of the farms that actually we can we can buy from year-round which is which is really nice and so we do try to you know buy as much as we can from them for for that reason
1: that's cool I love that you work with so many great local people it's really nice and I also think you know when when you're talking about um family and community I will say that I think that um the reason I love your restaurant so much is because it is a family restaurant, but it feels really nice to be in there. Like it can be, like you were saying, a place to celebrate, a place for an anniversary. Sometimes when you go to places that are meant for kids, it doesn't feel that great to be in there. It feels like you're in a a place for
0: kids.
1: (laughs) 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 And I feel like in your restaurant, I love it, you know, and my daughter loves it too. Like anywhere that's, that's welcoming to children, I think is always nice, but, but where you don't feel like you're in a kid place is, is a wonderful thing as a parent to have.
2: It is wonderful. I, I agree with you. And we, um, you know, we, we have, you know, the, just the one child as, as you do, and we took her everywhere with us as you do. That's and what we did too. Yeah. I mean, just from the, from the get go, as soon as she was born, she was coming out to restaurants with us and, you know, there are, there are places that you like taking kids and some that you don't and that's that that's exactly right that's it's it it is difficult to find that balance with you know nice food and a nice atmosphere that isn't you know a lot of plastic stuff um geared geared toward kids but still kid friendly and that is that is exactly what we're what we're shooting for you know like we went out and bought all the high chairs um but it's still it's still nice silverware it's still you know we still turn the lights down at five and make it a nice place to have a date.
1: Yeah, and it and it feels that way too. I mean, I think it's it's welcoming to everybody. Like, I feel like people who don't have kids are going to have just as good of a time as people that do.
2: <laughs> For sure. Yes. Yeah. That's good. I mean, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we love so, it. So,
0: I have a question. Have you thought about commercializing any of the things that you make over and over and over again at your pizza spot?
2: Rally yes, we have, yes, we have, and I should probably talk to you about that sometime <laughs> oh. um we do we when uh, particularly during the time that we were doing to go only um we did have a whole kind of pantry section going on where we were selling pizza dough and sauce and you know, a lot of the other dressings and ranch, not, not in ice cream form, but just in ranch form, um, Mm -hmm. that we, that, that we make. And we did have a lot of people tell us, you know, that like, Hey, you guys should really sell this stuff. Um, and so we actually have given that a little thought. So well, good for you. Yeah.
1: You know what, you know what the farmer's market really needs right now is, um, Somebody who does like pizza and sauce, so- like dough and sauce, because we've oh, had yeah. some people over the years. Yeah, fresh, fresh pizza dough and fresh pasta. The makers that we've had at the farmers market um, have since retired, so there's not anybody doing no. that. So there's definitely an opportunity. Oh, that's I a feel. good
0: opportunity when you can make that direct mm-hmm. sale instead of going into retail.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because get a the kidding. margin. And if you oh. already have a a and a place to make it, it's like, you know, it it can just be another avenue of your biz, probably.
0: You should ask your employees if anyone's interested in working the farmer's markets. There might be somebody who would just kind of take it on as their thing.
2: Yeah, no kidding. No, that's a a great idea. I like it.
1: And you brought up how things had changed during the pandemic a bit. Um, Can you talk a little bit about... um, what's changed on the menu
2: or is it
1: pretty much back to, to what
2: it was before? Uh, it, it is just, it, it is pretty much back to what it was before. Yeah. Um, and, and really the, the menu didn't change much uh, while we were doing takeout um, with the exception of the things that we were not able to get hold of on a temporary basis, which happened quite a bit as you uh, probably have experienced yourselves. So never yeah, knew tough. what, what we're going to be out of, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but, uh, but yeah, we, we seem to be able to get hold of most things, uh, these days, everything's gone up in price, um, as it has everywhere. Um, we have not raised our prices yet, but I better get on that. Yeah. I feel that we're, you know, we, we just tried to kind of keep it chill during, during the shutdown, uh, particularly, but I, I think that that's going to have to come pretty soon. Yeah, well, I, I would. Burden.
1: Yeah, I would say just um, some feedback from my end um you know I had to raise my prices over the pandemic because glass is really hard to get and it's way more expensive and especially because I have to get it shipped in on a pallet so that so everything in that Mm -hmm. realm went went up a lot to get it to me to purchase it to be able to find it all of those things so I had to raise my prices quite a bit um two dollars at the farmer's market per bottle which is a, a lot but it that, that was just, I'm, I'm not making any more money. That's just what my right. cost of, of bottles went up. And I haven't had any push back I'm not selling less sauce I just tell people that like here's why my prices are raised and no one even really asks to be honest I just feel like I want to tell them so that it's not like I've decided I want to make a lot of money you know <laughs> it's, right, like, right, it's like yes. I'm making the same product the same way and for me to be able to do that I have you know have to raise my prices and I would say I 100% of anyone that I talk to or interact with it, they get it and so I think if you help people, I think that they will understand. And I would say just go ahead and do it because the thing is, is that, um, you know, you guys are, for restaurants, a lot of restaurants didn't survive and you guys have made it through. You survived, which is amazing. Yes. I'm so proud of you. I'm glad that you're here. I'm <laughs> glad that you did it. But I think go go ahead and raise your prices so you can keep being here. Yeah,
2: do <laughs> it. Yeah, that's. I think that's going to have to happen for sure. Sure, but yeah, thank you, thank you for your support on that one. It's always hard whenever we yeah. have to do something like that. But uh, yeah, gonna gonna have to to happen. Did I, I was gonna ask you did Did you sell more um, uh, sauces when things were shut down? I was I was just curious if people were cooking more at home and using and using more of your of your lovely sauces. Yeah.
1: Yes and no. Um, it, it, things just became very different because for me I would Mm -hmm. do a lot of events in person um you know so right I had to stop doing the farmer's market because they had to make the imprint smaller and I didn't have any of like the craft shows and trade shows and I do a lot of wine um events and stuff so all of those went away so I ended up just having to make a lot more sauce um to sell wholesale which is a little bit harder for me to do because I don't have a you know staff team or a big staff team or a co-pack or anything like that so so things just looked very different but um I just basically had to work a lot more
2: (laughs) there I made like (laughs)
0: 25,000 bottles for one order all by hand oh my
2: goodness Oh, I did. Amazing. And
1: it, it well, I, I, you know, I injured myself in that process. So the thing that I want people to hear is that that is not an ideal situation. You know, I just dis- <laughs> dislocated my fingertips and I get, and I gave myself a hernia from trying to bring in a 500 pound um, jug of vinegar into our house. And so it was like, I didn't I, hear the hernia story yet. Oh, I didn't oh really tell I didn't t- really tell people that. Now it's everyone's secret often telling the story. Secret, yeah. Secrets out. I'm healed. And so now I can talk about it because I just felt really kind of stupid, you know, <laughs> for taking for taking on too many things. But it's what I well, had to do. Did you file a workman's
0: going. comp claim against yourself? Yes,
1: I sure did not. I sure did not. Too bad. (laughs) No. Yeah, but I think, you know, we've all done what we've had to do. And now um, I feel like, you know, People we learned understand. a lot. We, we yeah. learned a lot. We did some things. I actually, that sauce that I made is for the heatnest who's here in New York. And I just went to the shop a little while ago. And oh, nice. um, I wouldn't do it any different because I love that I made that sauce for them. I love that it turned out so great and that people are really into it. It was just, um, my plan was I was going to hire help. And then when we had to shut everything down and because our kitchen's in our home, I couldn't really do that. So, um, you know, whatever. That That was my... <laughs> my journey and I'm glad I got through it, but I'm glad you did too. Cause I'm sure there was all kinds of things that you had to change and do. It's not just as yes. easy as saying, Oh, we'll just do to go. I know it's not that simple. You had to come up with a lot of different systems and stuff.
2: Yeah, we, we did. I, I think it was a lot easier for us than it is for than 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 it would be for a lot of places. we, you know, closed on the 15th and we opened a uh, regular time on the 16th of March of 2020 as a to-go restaurant and we just made it work. Um, but, you know, we're, we're lucky enough to already have had online ordering in place and to have had a good stash of pizza boxes and all the things that we needed to, you know, flip that switch. Um, but uh, yeah, we we're just very, very, very lucky. Yeah. It's
1: great. And I mean, your menu format was already, um, you know, you could do all of it to go. And yes. Um, so
2: that's, Thank goodness. that's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. That's
2: yes. Great. I had no idea that we could that that uh, we could get that much stuff out the door <laughs> as quickly as we did for those couple of years. But uh, yeah, we have learned some new tricks for sure. That's good.
1: I know. I know that you said that the pepperoni pizza is the most popular, but, um, what menu item do you think tells your story best?
2: That is a great question. Um, I would say, uh, if not the roasted vegetables, which are my, that is, that is, uh, vegetables are kind of my husband's forte. I would, I would say that's kind of his superpower is cooking vegetables. Um, and he uh he can he can work a lot of magic with uh with 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 very few ingredients um and so that's that's something that changes all the time that we use to um, support and showcase our local farms and also to kind of showcase his way with sauces uh got a great rose petal harissa that he makes um that is that is almost always on on the roasted veg, um, and uh, just the, the the seasonality of it I think is is really what we're what we're shooting for, all the time. Um, so I w- I would say probably that one as far as apps and as far as uh, as a pizza goes, um, uh, my my favorite is the little Gina which is named after our daughter. That was her nickname given to her by a family friend when she was very small. And that is how she likes her pizza. It's sauce, um, uh, t- tomato sauce uh, with what we call flavor sauce, which is uh, chili, fennel, garlic oil, and then hand-pulled mozz, and that's it. Very simple and just packed full of flavor. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for those two things.
1: I think that's great. I I've had both of them. I mean, of course the veggie changes, but I think I've had all the different things from carrots to to fennel, I think all whatever whatever was around, but um but I do love that rose petal harissa that your husband makes it so good.
2: Where do you get your rose petals? Do you use dry? We do. Um we we order them on Amazon. I think they're coming they're they're probably coming from frontier, I would mm-hmm. guess.
0: Yeah, from Persia or mm-hmm. maybe Watch out, if they're coming from Ukraine, it might be a shortage. You might want to stock up.
1: Good point. Stock up. Yeah, it's really good, Sarah. When you go, you'll have to try it. I think you'll dig it.
0: I'm going to. I have my list here, all ready to go.
1: <laughs> um, we're planning. We're what we're really doing. We're talking about um, what, all the great things that they do there, but we're just planning your next experience. <laughs> <laughs> I like I to take take Sarah around to different places or tell her to yeah. go places. She wanted me to um, give her a new place to try every week with her fam. <laughs>
2: Yeah, oh, I'm idea. sure my
1: family will definitely love Rally Pizza. I think they will. They'll love it. Where else have you been me. recently? Oh, gee. I know no, I we're excited. To... Yeah, you have, because remember, I sent you to um, uh, Tight Tacos. You had never oh, been there. Yeah, we went to Tight Tacos. That was pretty good. Yeah, I think fun. maybe,
0: you know, we haven't done anything quite as exciting as when Sarah took me to dinner in Las Vegas in February.
2: <laughs> that was probably I the highlight. I heard that episode about you going to Las Vegas. <laughs> that, <laughs> was yeah. that was fun. That was the last one I heard. Yeah, that, that was like a good time. That was a tasty trip,
0: to be honest with you. And actually, I'm heading to New York tomorrow, and I'm going to be going out for two dinners. I can tell you where I'm going here. Yeah, on where, consult.
1: where are you going, um, Sarah?
0: It's Ili I L I L I on Fifth Avenue for tomorrow night. I don't know how you even say that. And um, Ganuri
1: on Wednesday night. So I don't think I know either of those places, but you're probably, I'm in Brooklyn mostly. You know, we're going to be like two ships passing in the (laughs) night. You're going to be coming here as I'm leaving.
0: You leave. Are you flying on Delta? Because I'm flying over in Delta in the morning. Maybe you're taking the flight
1: back. I'm. I probably am. <laughs> Maybe that's we'll so be at funny. the airport at
0: the same time. Are you going to be at JFK? Game.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh I'll shut te- up! I'll text you. Maybe we'll see each other in the JFK airport. <laughs> I get in at
0: two twenty nine. So <laughs> that's cute. I yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we can wave at each other.
2: <laughs> yeah. So funny.
1: So Sean, who is your ideal customer do you think?
2: Oh boy. That is, that is a tough one. Um, we have, we have so many wonderful regulars that, that come in that it's, it's kind of hard to even choose, but, um, uh, you know, I would say uh, somebody who is going to order the specials menu, mm-hmm. you know, like we love it when people come in and just say that, like yeah. all of those five things. So we work, we work really hard on our, on our specials to make them, you know, like both delicious and seasonal. Um, it was, we, we always have a cocktail and the aforementioned roast, roasted veg uh, and an app special and a pizza and uh, dessert uh, at least. And sometimes we even have a couple more than that. Um, and so we do have people that will only that, 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 just come in and order all the specials and that, that is just fine with us. So
1: I think that's a really fun way to do it too, because then, you know, your, your regular customers are never going to be like, I've had everything or, you know, cause you always have something new for them to try.
2: Yep. That's all right. That's our secret plan.
1: <laughs> oh, it's, it's working. Figured it out. <laughs> yes. So do
2: you have any, um, favorite most
0: famous customers that come in and eat at your spot all the time? Oh,
2: I, I don't, uh, don't I don't think we have any famous ones that, that come in. I'm trying to think any basketball players, like have any trailblazers been
0: spotted there?
2: I don't think so. Maybe. Um, I'm trying to, Ooh. I think like the most, uh, the, the, the customer that our staff was most excited about was Bill Nye. Oh, the one science guy. And, <laughs> yes. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just fangirling all over that, that, <laughs> that place. So yeah, that was, that was pretty great when Bill Nye came in. You should have but him cool. on your, uh, you
0: should invite him to do a talk or something, do a pub talk. Bill Nye, the yeah. science guy.
1: Yeah, he could talk about the science of pizza, though.
0: That yeah, fun. that's
2: true. But yeah, he's uh, he was working with the with the St. Helens uh, Institute, and oh, so uh, I don't even know what that work. is. Um, yeah, it's a, like a, a learning uh, experiential learning center that's that's uh, right on right on St. Helens. Um, and uh, the uh, director of that institute is, is one of our regular customers who we like very much. Oh, that's so he, brought, he brought Bill Nye in and we were, very, we were quite honored to have him. That's really cool. Well, yeah.
1: We always like to ask um, what you need from your community right now. So how can we support you? What do you need from us?
2: Um, I think just, you know, patience and understanding like every restaurant, you know, um, I, uh, I think this is, this is a time to be, you know, patient, particularly with, um, with servers uh, and just, you know, remember uh, what we've all been through and how hard it's been and, uh, you know, tip your, tip your servers. I think, I I think that's I good. Think
1: yeah. We, I think we can all pull that off for you for sure. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any advice for people that are currently dreaming up a business?
2: Advice. I will. I will tell you what. What I think helped helped me a lot um, is I. I worked at so many restaurants and bakeries. Um, before before we did this place um, after after I left Ken's and before we opened Rally, I uh, did some consulting and then I worked at three or four places in between. And um, my my philosophy is uh, I will I will always take a stage, I will always take a consulting gig because every every restaurant bakery whatever that i go into i will learn something valuable whether it's something to do or something not to do Um, and so i think that you know just spend as much time in as many different kinds of places with different kinds of you know ownership and managers as you can um, and uh you be surprised how much you learn yeah and philosophy too you learn different people's ideas
0: of what's good and what's bad. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's really great advice for for anyone, really, especially when you, when you're working in food. Um, you know, uh, people will see me often. I will volunteer at my friends' restaurants or um, pop up dinners, uh, and it's it's one, of course, to help them because I want to and I love them and I want to be helpful if I can. But I also feel like I learned something every time, uh, every time I go and I'm in someone else's kitchen, um, you know, I, I learn different techniques and, um, just things that people do or ways, even just that they handle themselves in a stressful situation. Like, I just think that it's always great to, um, you know, to see how other people are doing things. And I feel like I take something away from it every time I do it, every time I help someone out in the kitchen. So I think that. For sure. I don't I don't know that we've ever even really talked about other people doing that. I was
0: thinking I wanted to volunteer at one of my friends' restaurants, but I didn't even know like how to approach it. Any advice
2: on that? Oh, I I mean, who's who's not gonna take an extra pair of hands? I mean, (laughs) especially from somebody who knows what they're doing in a kitchen. I don't I don't I don't I, I would say don't be shy about about that. I mean, yeah we would, we would, we would for sure be happy to have you. Mm, Okay. Yeah,
1: I think for sure. I think um, people are grateful to have, to have help. And, um, you know, I always just say, I'll do anything. Like, you know, if you want me to greet people, I can greet people. If you want me to bust tables, I can bust tables, I can do whatever. And so just having that experience of um, being in that environment is always really helpful later on. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed for sure. Uh, And we always like to um, connect people to you directly. And so if people want to come to your restaurant, let's tell them one more time where they go and how they find you online.
2: Sure. It is, uh, we are Rally Pizza at 8070 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Uh, I-5 or 205 from Portland. Um, And we are uh, Rally Pizza on, on both Facebook and Instagram. Perfect.
1: And do people need to make um, reservations, or do you take reservations, or do they just come in?
2: We absolutely take reservations. Um, Fridays, Saturdays, uh, anytime that we're doing an event, I definitely recommend reservations. Uh, you know, Monday, Tuesday night, we're usually just fine, but uh, it does it doesn't hurt. And we're on open table, but you can make a reservation uh, or place an online order right from our website.
1: Perfect. That is good info for people to know. So everybody listening, you should totally go make your reservations now and go visit Rally Pizza in Vancouver. So ladies, unfortunately, that has to wrap us up for today, but it was so lovely to chat with you. And Sean, thanks for being a guest today.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was great.
1: We record with Sony and Marshall live every week. Uh, You can find us on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you to our audio engineer, Alon, and our production assistant, Chelsea. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can send us a DM on our Instagram, Sony and Marshall, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye.
0: Bye for now. Market of Choice is a proud sponsor of Meaningful Marketplace. As a family-owned Oregon grocer for 42 years, Market of Choice strives to inspire, mentor, and assist a diverse group of local producers and foster equity in our communities. With 11 stores in Oregon, Market of Choice supports these craft makers, as well as farmers, fisher folk, and ranchers, by bringing more than 7,000 local products to market. Together, we form a sustainable, community-based food system that serves our great state. To learn more, go to marketofchoice.com.